Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Course. A podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Yay. So oh. today I'm going to go ahead and apologise in advance. Me too. Again, we're Again. still both kind of ill. <laughs> Namely, our throats are killing mm-hmm. and Maggie's got a bit of a black nose. Woo. It's and a good time all around. <sighs> Alex so. has just such inflamed gums. Yeah, so, obviously a great time to be talking about something relatively serious. Yeah. <sighs> we can't talk about it too seriously, though, because we'll be sad. Because we're in pain. Yeah. Anyway, um, off to a, a positive start already. Excellent. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about the so-called adpocalypse yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And, you know... As a preface, we don't mean this as an insult to anybody. We don't mean to slag off Google and YouTube in any way. We don't mean to, you know, judge anyone. Great. Thank you for it. But we just, we've recent. we actually talked about this very recently between the two of us about the level of content downgrading uh, not even downgrading but just how much content seems to have stopped being uploaded as much on youtube like Mm. how we've just noticed a big change and it was also with a lot of the end of year kind of reviews that people were doing you could see a lot of negativity yeah and that's a bit sad and it made us sad so we had a discussion about it and then not meaning to exploit recent news but then the whole Logan Paul thing happened, which we'll get to towards the end. Yeah. Um, and it just exacerbated what we were talking about, so we thought it was a good time yeah. to discuss it. Yeah. Um, but did you... You did sure. research, didn't you? So. Um, so I don't know how much you guys know about the whole apocalypse thing, but it, it basically started when... Apparently, anyway, I've read this on multiple... Sources. Sources and things like that, so... Um, so the whole thing started when marketers and advertisers who were using YouTube as a platform noticed that their adverts were being run on a lot of videos that they wouldn't have approved of. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things, you know, people um, spouting sort of racist propaganda and, mm-hmm. and hate speeches and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, these advertisers wouldn't have put them down as their first choice for their advertising platform Um, and they weren't very happy about it Mm -hmm. because they saw it as youtube and google not really paying attention yeah yeah not not taking due kind of consideration is this did did this come out quite significantly when the whole pewdiepie scandal came out? yeah it was it was a similar time but they're not really related related. i think it may have just made the the advertisers look harder at Mm what the big you saw. And I think it was a case of a lot of people were actually messaging these advertisers and saying, do you know your adverts have been run mm-hmm. on like this, you know, white power mm-hmm. hate group page type of thing. Um, so yeah, it, it, and a lot of marketers and advertisers boycotted yeah. YouTube for a long while, which obviously they're more than within their rights to oh, do God, that. Yeah. And it was, I can't say it was the right or wrong way to go about it. There, there were other ways to go about it, but it sent a very powerful message to Google yeah. straight away and it made them sit up and pay attention. But obviously it had a massively negative effect on all of the content creators mm-hmm. who rely on YouTube to live, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think half the time we kind of forget these people on YouTube who have dedicated their lives to it. This is their job. This yeah. is their livelihood Absolutely. that they're talking about. Um, 
for everything from like let's plays to to lifestyle videos mm-hmm. and things like that this is what people a lot of them this is what they do for a living yeah and, and like i say they rely on it yeah it's for their day-to-day and lives and you know like with the emergence of the just vast just library of youtube you know yeah. it's it's changed what we view as entertainment in terms of yeah you know like both of us like we don't own a tv license because amongst netflix and youtube yeah. we've got most what of else the entertainment do you need yeah. yeah and it, it's just it that breath of people who were able to create content for a platform like youtube made it a very kind of easy place to find what you like and obviously when when this happened and when the content creators got hit by that that you know forced some of them to think very clearly about mm. where their priorities lie and while you know youtube gave them the launch platform some of these people were already beyond youtube but they were keeping to youtube because of the loyalty yeah it's where and they then, started it's where then, a lot of the fans found them exactly and then you know and then when they they probably themselves were quite shocked at the level of you mm. know non-control that youtube were exacting and i'm assuming that at some point google and youtube must have thought well we don't have as much money to go around as we thought so we're gonna have to be a lot more scrutinizing with what we want to put out there and i think that's when the problems probably started the worst is when they panicked and just everything seemed to be demonetized um but sorry did i did i cut ahead here they were forking out hundreds of millions a yeah. year, you know. But right, and so were so. the so were the marketing yeah. companies as well. Obviously, yeah. they they pay effectively in the long term. They pay the content creators, yeah, because they pay YouTube. YouTube pays them, um, which is great. Like I say, mm-hmm. it gave birth to a whole new genre of entertainment. Yeah, and with that came a lot of expectations from us as an audience. Mm-hmm. So. From you know, from the massive YouTubers to the the small ones who mm. have enough subscribers and enough support to start making a decent living out of it, mm. um, we've come to expect a certain level of interaction with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. So when it comes to stuff like uh, they're doing a lot, you know, uh, you'll know you may have noticed YouTubers are starting to do a lot more live streams mm. now mm-hmm. on YouTube or on Twitch because yeah. it's easier for them mm-hmm. because. We, a lot of them have integrated like crowdfunding mm-hmm. sites like Patreon and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a bunch of other ones that inter- that sort of hook into YouTube mm-hmm. uh, where you can subscribe and you can um, donate and things mm-hmm. like that, which is great. Um, but they're starting to rely on that more well, and more for their yeah. their income. Like I say, this is their job. This is their yeah. salary. And when it comes to the point where they put days of effort into a video that then makes them nothing. Yeah. Like, as much as they do it for the love of YouTube and a lot of them will keep making videos, at some point you've got to think about that effort and how yeah. much it's bringing you back. And unless you have a massive income to supplement it with, yeah, it's become impossible for these people to live off this. But then that will reflect badly on the quality of content that we get on YouTube, on the variety of content. Because well, yeah, You'll be you able know. to tell. Once they start <laughs> yep. having to make videos for the sake of making money, you'll be able to tell. Because oh, yeah. they, you well, know, they when, won't enjoy... Uh, the, that's when all the slime exploded. Yeah, exactly. You know, the main thing that YouTube... You'll find that YouTubers have in common, for like 99% of them, is that mm. they do it for the love of it. Yeah. Um, not just to make money. Yeah. They find, you know, they do it for the love of it, and then they make money 
to live to support them making more content yeah. for us to enjoy, yeah. which is the circle. And it's what, like I say, the majority of them do it for. I think yeah. I'd, I'd like to think anyway. But you can—they generally talk about it quite a lot. A, a lot of them are really open about it. Yeah. Um, for example, like Markiplier and, and Jacksepticeye and things like that, and they're really open about. Yeah. You know, they. You know, I'd like to believe them. That's the thing. Yeah. They say it, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, yeah, yeah," but well, but I'd think, like to believe them when they say it. We do this because we love yeah. it. Yeah, I think they're. Actually, recently, because of a lot of these videos where, you know, people have to kind of explain things and stuff, um, there has been a lot to say about body language. And that's the beauty of video is that you can see them. Yeah. And some things you just can't fake. And yeah, that, that kind of passion that yeah. they put into things. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you can tell very quickly yeah. who is bullshitting you and who isn't. Like if they were faking it and they've been doing it for years and years, it would have completely destroyed them by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. if they were having to fake it mm-hmm. f- you know for the most part one or two videos every yeah. day yeah and they have you know with, like i say with these massive youtubers they have their own crew i know and they have employees that yeah. they pay because they have yeah. producers and they have yeah. writers etc etc and editors and, and, and things like that they had you know they're a fully functioning business yeah <laughs> they're supporting the economy and it's just it seems like YouTube and Google are letting them down. And I hate to say that because I always believed that Google was a good place, but it genuinely from so many different ones. And, you know, we've got the Blitz players, like Alex said, you know, we've got Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. I haven't seen whether PewDiePie did anything because we don't particularly like him. He's, uh, he's, he's always been very vocal about his yes. opinion about YouTube, I know which he, I know did not come out well. I looked previously on the trending page and he did make a comment about the whole Logan yeah. Paul thing. Um, and you know, even though he has had that bad thing, I think his heart is still in the right place. And he was one of the first ones to fully use YouTube. So surely he's there. And you know, this Superwoman, this Shane Dawson, this Jenna Marbles, all people who have over 10 million subscribers, like some of them way beyond 10 million. And that is a significant number of people that if these people aren't happy on YouTube, YouTube is going to suffer. And this is the thing. It's like, it's not the small YouTubers who are starting to get desperate. Those probably are already poor things. Are probably already rethinking their entire life. Well, that's the thing. It's affecting everyone on every level. Everyone's starting to get desperate now. And, you know, if somebody like Superwoman is... You know, if she publishes a video to say, I'm not sure I can justify YouTube for much longer, that is a sad state of things, considering that these are the people who form the, you know, basics of YouTube, and they they have been uploading for years, and they've built everything from the ground up. It's not like they just came in, made a slime video, and became famous. I mean, like you say, there's always going to be new generations of content providers. of course. But... Obviously, the way Google treats them, no doubt, will change. Yeah. Um, the the whole the rest of the apocalypse thing basically came from, you know, the advertisers boycotting it, and then mm-hmm. Google were forced to change how they do things. Mm-hmm. So they implemented a new algorithm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That um, goes through all the videos that are uploaded mm-hmm. and tries to detect bad language and, and hate crimes and things mm-hmm. like that. It tries to, it, it picks up on all these things. Um, and then all advertisers mm-hmm. have the option to opt out of certain categories. I think there's mm-hmm. five categories. 
here, so it was... Yes. Yeah, so they've got tragedy and conflict, uh, sensitive social issues, sexually suggestive content, sensational and shocking, and profanity in rough language, mm -hmm. which those, especially those last three, which I think are the newly implemented ones, that's the majority of YouTube, mm. if you think about it. Mm. Especially if you have something that's incredibly vague, like sensational and shocking. Yeah. What does that cover? No. Like... What is that? Yeah. If I put a video of myself, I mean, I wouldn't need them to monetize it, but if I put a video of myself on YouTube winning the lottery, mm -hmm. would that be sensational and shocking? Or would they say, I mean, nah, demonetized? Even sensitive social issues. If yeah. we put up a, like, if we put up a comedy video about Brexit and the racism yeah. that followed it, is that part of it? Like, but that's the thing. Like, that's so big. a lot of a lot of the that's another kind of category of YouTube. Though, if you think about it, people talking about social issues, yeah. and a lot of people get their their information from these videos, which is great, yeah, because they explain it in a very clear format mm -hmm. and they they let you know exactly what's going on. So now marketers can choose to opt out of sponsoring those videos, and also Google can decide what that is. So, for example, exactly, if, this is if, all Google's algorithm. Yeah, and then if, for example, let's take the big example of Trump. If Trump decides to tell Google that anything that defames him is a sensitive social issue, they could demonetize anybody who says anything bad about him. Yeah. As long as they accepted that, which Google would. Cause they, yeah, it much at, at the moment, it seems like with YouTube, they're rolling over for everything. Uh. And they're just indiscriminately demonetizing. Like, I, like, I know there's a lot of pressure Especially now, like, I mean, with, with social issues and, and things like that, no one can talk about anything without being called out for and, it. And, you know, and to be fair to YouTube, there are, you know, channels out there that show horrible things, mm, and mm. those should be penalized. Absolutely. But it's when YouTubers that we watch constantly get every single video demonetized, so yeah. then they have to appeal it. And even though every single time that appeal succeeds, yeah. YouTube still do that. It seems like the intelligence behind the algorithm has stopped. And now it's just going off of very simple keywords. I mean, you know, there's a YouTuber that I recently started following. And she even did a little bit of an experiment because suddenly one of her videos got demonetized. And she didn't know what it was because she had been using the same tags her entire time that she was on YouTube. So she experimented with how many she added and put in and stuff because she's both lesbian and she's also disabled. So that's two hashtag trigger words, I guess. That's or the thing. Quote, quote, or quote, yeah. quote, trigger words. Um, and she found out that it was the disabled word that triggered their algorithm. And that, like, I, you know, it's difficult for youtube because they have to monitor so much content just yeah. so i say you know there's so much coming out every single day thousands and thousands of videos daily obviously they're not using as much of that machine learning that they have to hand to see that okay if this person says it then we vetted it by a person four times yeah. and it was fine so how about we leave that person for a little bit and then check in on them later like surely there has to be a little bit more than just being so scared that you just basically stop most things and only let things through. And then, but then it's like, then there was, you know, with when you saw, like, it sounds stupid, but when YouTube Rewind came out, that tells you a lot about what Google considered their stars on I YouTube. I really watched it this year, actually. Well, oh, last year. It, it was basically just slime. Um, 
But the start of it was with Liza Koshi and Lele Pons, who both are from Vine originally. Um, and Liza Koshi, you know, she's very successful on the platform. I haven't seen anything from Lele, but that's because I don't follow her. Yeah. But then it was the Logan Brothers. Mm. And then everybody else was pushed to the background. Like, sorry, Paul Brothers, not Logan. Yeah. Paul Brothers. <laughs> um, but then other YouTubers, like like Markiplier, PewDiePie mm. wasn't even in it, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> but even Superwoman, who was last year, she was one of the main characters, was not, like, she was in the background. Like, And, you know, I know that it's not about the vanity's sake, but it's about, it shows you yeah, who they consider about, their stars. Yeah. And obviously, these are the people who, who they want to highlight, and these are probably the people who aren't getting affected by it at all. And while some of them deserve it, then there's the case like recently came out where Logan Paul did a massively stupid thing and YouTube did not pick up on it for six hours. Uh, They didn't pick up on it at all, actually. They featured it on their trending page. He had to take it down himself. And now his apology video is also monetized. And it's also on the trending page. So, so there, it, there has to be a level where you think yeah. you must have done it on purpose. Yeah. No one is in that frame of mind. We're, we're trying not to go on about this too much no, because obviously we're trying not to take advantage of someone who's taken advantage of something yeah. else to get views for himself, which is how we and how the majority of people see it. Yeah. No one in their right mind who's massive on YouTube does something like that. Unless Videos, they know they can get away with exactly, it. Exactly, that's the thing. They video a dead body in an incredibly sacred place in Japan yeah. and put it on YouTube and thinks, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Some people might be a bit offended, but eh. yeah. no okay one, do- there's no part of his mind that went, ah, this is okay. And like, like it, it's, it just seems that if he wasn't doing it specifically to cause an outrage and then mm-hmm. get that video, that'll have tons of views mm-hmm. because people who have never watched them before in their life will yeah. want to see it for themselves just to yeah. see that, that people are telling the truth about it, then mm-hmm. that gets taken down. And like mm-hmm. you say, he has to then put up an apology video. Mm-hmm. He has to. There's no way he can get away with just a tweet. I mean, his media company would insist Well, exactly. It. And he didn't even apologize for it necessarily. Oh, God, he, d- he never said, I shouldn't have done it or I'm sorry no. for it. He did, Reg- what was like, it? Regretfully or Regret, something. Regret, yeah. And, and, you know, in the, in the apology, he even said, oh, I didn't do it for the views because I can get views anytime. Like, which on some level you have to think, seriously, and he he said that he wanted it to raise awareness of suicide and to get people to seek help. I'm like, like there mm, aren't a million other ways to do that. There's so many, especially other ways. for an influencer like him. Exactly, he's got how he many millions of followers? Oh, I don't even want to know. Honestly, I don't want to know because it makes me so sad. And it's like he could have done so much with what he could do, but like it's not even about him really it's about the fact that youtube did nothing to stop this and it took him to and his probably his media advisors Mm. to say actually you should probably take that down because that is getting ridiculous amounts of hate and youtube literally did nothing even they released a statement where they said they would address it and actually all they said was our algorithms are awesome literally nothing to say why they didn't react fast enough like it's just ridiculous because there are people who upload a video and maybe say the word shit and get demonetized immediately it was like profoundly demonetized and he posts a video from the suicide forest of a dead body of a poor person who felt so desperate that it took their life and nothing yeah it like shows you that that discrimination of YouTube of like 
they just will choose who they want to support right now, which is such a shame. You can always tell it's bad when other larger YouTubers come out and actively speak against it. Yes. When something like that generally tends to happen, most YouTubers of any size will stay yeah. neutral because yeah. it either they genuinely don't have an opinion about it mm-hmm. or they're just trying to stay neutral to try and it, keep themselves out of... Exactly. Yeah. Um, but when you see so many of the YouTubers go out and say, no, this was absolutely disgraceful. Like, yeah. This is that, disgusting. You know it's bad. Like, and you know it's bad when you see it, but when you see everyone else kicking off about it, you're like, okay, something... Like, I, I don't understand why that didn't make Google say, yeah, right, maybe we should pay closer attention to yeah. certain things. Maybe we should look for trigger words like suicide forest. Or, you know, I... Or, or dead or, body. Because I'm pretty sure that was the title of the video. It was like, we found a dead body or yeah. something. It's like, how I mean, do you not? He, <laughs> you know, it's not even about that. It's just maybe don't, like, just let two kids do whatever they want just because they have a certain name right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people mentioned that their following is mainly young, like, people. Like, people around the age of 14. Like, that is ridiculous to be shown in that. And also, you know, there's something to be said for YouTube demonetizing videos that talk about depression. Yeah, in a yeah, because really they, they get nice, the trigger word, yeah, depression. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, demonetize. And, you know, there are so many YouTubers who, have actually, who actually started YouTube channels because they themselves had depression and they wanted to help other people who had depression. Or any by, issues, really. And any any mental... Sorry, I didn't no, no, mean I, to no, say no, I didn't mean like that. But mental like, illness is only depression. Tons of but people like, have done it where they've yeah. taken what they're suffering and struggling with mm-hmm. and turned it to something good and yeah. educational. You know? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, this kid has probably had no problems because mm. we remember him from Vine. He was arrogant back then. Yeah, he was. You know, he he's you know he's fine. He, it's well, not it, like the thing is, he's hurt. He might have had problems and he might have hidden it, but that just means he should have known better. Exactly. Like so, it he doesn't work either better. way. I just I don't see any person, defense for him at all. No, I mean a person who would have any kind of problems. Or would understand those kind of problems, or have anybody who was a friend who had these problems would not be able to walk into that forest. Yeah, exactly. Never oh, yeah. to never mind finding a dead body. Like I just I don't I think many imagine. people would be able to walk into it. I can't imagine walking no, in there. No. I mean, I'm come on, like you wouldn't go to a place called Suicide Forest and on also, a sightseeing it's tour. It's well known that that place is so vast and so dense. Mm. That there are probably people who haven't been discovered yet. And that is, like, how could you walk in there? Mm. Like, it's, you know, I already cringe when I see people who kind of post Auschwitz videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And as long as, you know, they're talking about it in a really like, humbling way. way, fair enough. But that already, to me, speaks, oh, goddamn. Yeah. But, you know, so it's just such a shame to see that YouTubers who are trying to educate and show people a different perspective on life and or making them laugh are getting demonetized for just because and then little brats like that get mm. away with something like that and i know he didn't get away with it technically well, but it's he, just, he pretty much has he pretty there's going to be no, like i say worst no case scenario he's going to lose a few subscribers yeah but odds are that's it he's yeah. going to keep making videos yeah which is such a shame it's such a shame because and also like 
the finality. Like, really, he preyed on morbid curiosity. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we as humans have a morbid curiosity. uh And there is a part of us that would want to see a dead body just to see what it looks like. But obviously, because that was it's the not wrong something you see in, in no, everyday you no. know, society. But that was the wrong way to go about it. But obviously, there must have been something in his head that said, "Ooh, if we find a dead body, that would be really good for views." Like, just ugh. it just makes me sick to think about the fact that he could think that in his brain. Mm. But like I say, that does tie in with what we were talking about with the apocalypse. Yeah, is that how can YouTube? Like, I watch this YouTuber, Captain Shack, right? XP yeah. XP Gamers. He's one of my favorite YouTubers at the minute because he's funny he's really laid back he does he plays a lot of uh sci-fi and fantasy games mm-hmm. with mods he supports the modding community really well which is good because as a community they they don't get much support um i'm just double checking how many subscribers he's got so he's got like three hundred and thirty thousand subscribers <laughs> which is actually a lot more than i thought really? but that's yeah but that's i thought it was like 200k it was like 330k which is amazing you know he, he's a great youtuber and everyone he he generally hosts it with other mm-hmm. people as well. Mm-hmm. Like his Space Engineer series is my favorite by far. And he's utterly harmless. Mm-hmm. He, he'd never say anything to offend mm-hmm. anyone. That's the thing. He tries so hard in his videos not to swear, things like that, because mm-hmm. he knows it'll be demonetized mm-hmm. because it's not quote-unquote family-friendly. Yeah. And it just annoys me so much. And he live streams so much now because he gets more support that way. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, this he has like, patreon and he has his own discord server yeah. and there's people constantly donating on there and things like that it's the same with a lot of the smaller quote-unquote smaller youtubers yeah and it's it's just so sad to see it's, that this is this is how it's going like he can get demonetized if he accidentally says damn that's it yeah. demonetized done yeah and yet this guy puts a video up where the like i say the title literally was something like we found a dead body yeah how does that not immediately get picked up yeah <laughs> i just it just and means they obviously don't have the word dead in their algorithms, but they have, like, damn or shit. Well, I mean, it's probably also to do with, as a result of the apocalypse, a lot of people have resorted to having clickbait titles. Yeah. So obviously that makes it more difficult because, you know, literally dead could be totally a title well, of yeah, a clickbait video. Yeah. Um, but obviously there's a lot more that goes around with an algorithm, not one word. Um but it's just, it is a shame because there are so many of these YouTubers who are starting to, like there's younger YouTubers who are starting to build up now. Yeah. And I do worry because like you said, the content is generational. Yeah. I do worry whether, whether there'll be another generation of YouTubers. Well, this that's the thing. thing. If there might be another platform. Like I say, there's, there's all sorts now. There's like Twitch yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff that people are using to express themselves and create mm-hmm. content i guess mm-hmm. but youtube is always good because obviously you could have all of your videos on there yeah and people could go back like mm-hmm. um if you're watching someone play for me it's i i generally watch let's players mm. so if i'm watching someone play through a game from mm. to completion and sometimes they can get up to like episode 30 episode mm-hmm. 40 you don't get that mm. on uh twitch or any mm. live streaming websites you mm. tend to only get that on youtube because they have the storage space for it mm-hmm. basically um so yeah it's just it's kind of sad to see how it's affecting everyone really because you know there's a massive loss of ad revenue for people mm-hmm. so many videos being demonetized and like i say for the most part it seems to be if you're not quote-unquote family friendly mm-hmm. you don't get money and mm-hmm. that's it yeah so i just i don't really see what google's trying to accomplish other than something that could be 
kind of sinister. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if they are genuinely trying to fight the whole, you know, there being a dark side of YouTube with just the most awful content in the world, but it seems to be taking the wrong direction at the minute, uh. and it seems like they're not getting whatever they're doing right. Which I mean, they said that they're trying to improve the algorithm and they're constantly working on it, and I would like to believe that, but mm. it still remains to be seen. Well, I mean, I get just... a lot of my information from the YouTubers themselves who yeah. talk about it occasionally. Yeah, they don't make a point of talking about it. That's the no. thing. They just try to get on with it. Yeah. But if they're doing a live stream or something like that, so there's always someone who asks, yeah. how do you feel about the apocalypse? Or, you know, how is it affecting you? And yeah. And they tend to... They're you know, quite open about yeah. it, and they'll say, yeah, no, it's hit me pretty hard, but there's nothing we can do about it. We just yeah. try to press on. So I get yeah. a lot of my information from them talking about it, and they're probably mm-hmm. the best people to talk to about talk it because about it. these are the people it's affecting. Yeah. If you talk to Google about it, they'll just try and sort of head you away. But yeah. that's that's another thing that's annoying. YouTube hasn't come out with any no. explanation for it. Mm. And if a content creator's video is demonetized, they don't get a reason for no. it. They have to guess. Yeah. And like you say, they have to test to figure out which yeah. buzzwords mm-hmm. are causing it to be demonetized and yeah. then work their way around it. Yeah. So uploading a video about someone's, you know, uh, mental suffering or whatever mm-hmm. is such a farce now. Even, yeah. like I say, even with just uploading a video while playing a game, yeah. it's become more than play mm-hmm. for an hour, cut mm-hmm. it down, you get got a half an hour, 45 minute video, done no mm-hmm. it's not that simple anymore no it's not and, and it never will be again most likely no and that's what a lot of them are saying is that that's why they're worried about the future of youtube because when they started it was very clear what you could and couldn't do yeah yeah and you could easily navigate it but right now a, like youtube are changing the rules like every minute yeah and every day and every day one thing you uploaded last week could be demonetized this week like it's just completely but a minefield. That's the thing, though. You know, you say that they knew what they could and couldn't do, but yet there are entire channels dedicated to, like, you know, hate speeches and and all that kind of stuff. That's because, so it's like, how do they slip through? Well, that's because back in the day, YouTube was completely open, wasn't it? It wasn't about restricting anything because it was free mm. speech. And technically, you know, because it's an American company, I know, they I have know. to allow everything on, which is a shame, but they have to. So even, you know... American Whatever. with the most backward uses of freedom in the world. Yeah. An American who thinks that the zombie apocalypse is coming, so he shoots people. Like Free to... You have freedom. Freedom to disparage anyone else for their beliefs, or literally anything about yeah. themselves. Anyway, that's a different yeah. topic altogether. But that's a whole other topic. But we just wanted to talk about it, because it's something that's been kind of coming to our attention quite yeah. a lot. And it happens, like you say, because we watch these YouTubers and we see them getting really demotivated about their entire life and what they're doing. Yeah, like I say, they started for the passion of it. Yeah. And it's something they love doing, and now they may have to do something else. Yeah. I mean, Markiplier does charity live streams every month. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so much. And he does like, all the tours and things and like that as well, which are yeah. a massive part of it. He does yeah. it with, like, Jack and, and Wade yeah. and Bob as well, which is always yeah. super good. And, I mean, Superwoman does her whole charity with Girl Love yeah. and sending yeah. girls to school. And it's just, these people have genuinely become something bigger it's they've they've used their influence for something really good yeah and i think for youtube to lose these people would be a mistake and i think they need to think long and hard about what they want the future of the platform to be because obviously they're not listening to the people who are bringing them a lot of views 
and like you say, it seems like a lot of the next generation of YouTube is just uh, clickbaity. Yeah. Not really doing anything original. No, clickbait and slime. Yeah, that's that's it. That's that's your success to YouTube clickbait and slime. That's Literally. it. You're a millionaire. Literally, yeah. Why don't we just do that? Because we couldn't live with ourselves morally. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Try to finish so, on a high note. Yeah. Oh well. But we you know. we do, we just wanted to get it out there because the whole Logan Paul thing set us off talking yeah. about it. So we wanted to to tell you guys about it, and now you have a slightly clearer view of it. Hopefully. <laughs> All the information we have, it comes from legitimate sources. So if you want to look at it for yourselves, just Google mm-hmm. YouTube's Apocalypse. You'll get all the same information we did. Mm-hmm. Listen to some YouTubers talk about it. They'll tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just wanted to, to kind of get it off our chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, Maggie, would, would you like to take us through some good news now? No, I think I'll do the random useless fact and you do the good news because you read the article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? You really just want to do the random useless fact, <laughs> don't you? So, the random useless fact. This is something no, but that... D- d- good news first? No, random yeah. useless fact first. What? We always do random useless oh fact first. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. I've done it the wrong way around. <laughs> it's okay. The it's template's okay. broken on the website. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Oh, sweetie. Pop. Plus I'm tired and I'm slightly delirious because of this gum infection. Yeah. Hooray! Yay! Okay, anyway, so, random uses fact. This is something we give you as a tool to use in social situations if you're like us and sometimes struggle with small talk or if you just want to be a smart ass in the office. Love it. This is something for you. Um, so, 10% of the Russian government's income comes from the sale of vodka. Who's surprised? Not me. I actually thought it would be much higher. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> so they like vodka or beets. That's like... <laughs> beets? That's, uh, it's Is a, that a thing? <coughs> it's an archer joke. Of course. I love archer so much, man. But yeah, so vodka is 10% of Russian government. So Putin basically Shocker. is funded 10% by vodka, which nobody's surprised at. Yeah. He probably drinks all of that vodka. <laughs> While riding a bear shirtless, something yeah. like that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Kim Jong Un, they they need to like oh, get yeah. together and <laughs> die love. And like, yeah, they they need to seriously bro down about yeah. how to rule a country. It's guy love. Oh, good God! Right, so, so Alex, well, good news. Come on, yes. bring us home with the good news. Right, yes, and good, this news. Is good news. So this is our good news segment where we try to inject some good, partially good news into the world because there's too much bad crap out there, mm-hmm. as we have clearly discussed. Uh-huh. Um, yep. So a bit of an anathema, but we'll move on. Um, yeah, so the good news is um, scientists have discovered a method to repair some of the damage done to the Great Barrier Reef, Yay! which it, it doesn't sound like much, but it's huge. it's huge. There has been so much damage caused to it oh. by oil spills and bleaching and oh. toxic waste and industrial waste, things oh. like that, and it's been absolutely decimated. Um, but they, they, they think they're onto a way to repopulate it and repair some of the damage done to the actual reef itself which is huge yay scientists <laughs> so that'll be absolutely brilliant well done guys that, um, that was a clap by the way if you didn't know guys totally a clap good good job scientists we're very proud of you because that, that is huge that is the great barrier reef dying has been such a massive environmental top, thing know, and, has, and, yeah. yeah so yay scientists whoop, whoop. Yay. kids go into science Please. Because you could be saving the Great Barrier. Not YouTube. Go on to science. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that about wraps it up. So as always, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a shout. Let us know what you think. It would be great to interact with some people just one time. Please talk to us. Come on, guys. We're so lonely. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's scary. 
Um, next episode, we'll be talking about. Oh, you wanna you wanna actually reveal? Oh yeah. Oh, oh I'm getting. We're, we're committing. To this, this is topic. a new segment right here. I need to take down that template and put up a new one now. Uh, so next episode, we're going to be talking about all of the films, games, and TV shows we are looking forward to in 2018, <laughs> and which ones we may end up like talking about during review mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, so yeah, um, that about wraps it up. So um, thank you all very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Maggie? I've been Maggie. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Ruined. I, I was wrapping it up so beautifully and Jeez, you just... Hey! Yes, you pulled it back. Congratulations. Sharing's caring. Sharing is caring. That's your thing from now on. Sharing's caring. Anyway, sharing is caring. So share us us about. I'm trying to um, not let the cat jump on my lap. Yeah, the cat. Our cult has been super clingy today. Super. You've been trying to jump up on Maggie's lap like the entire time we've been recording. (laughs) You've been very strong, sweetie. (laughs) Okay, so that wraps up today's discussion. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We do appreciate it. And, and share us about. It'd be great. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. So, for today, I've been Maggie. I've been Alex. And this was Socially Coarse. Bye-bye. <laughs>